Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Bolder. I'm also the founder of BBB Success Groups for ambitious entrepreneurs and extreme growth masterminds. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. Today, I'm going to go on a rant. It's one of my favorite subjects in business, and that is sales. And very specifically, it's about stopping hiding from sales by hiding behind your marketing and your marketing activity. Stop hiding behind your marketing and start selling. I am specifically, although not exclusively, talking to small business owners, typically those ones that are starting out maybe 50k, maybe even up to a hundred thousand pound in revenue and turnover. But I'm telling you now, even if you're doing more than a hundred K in revenue, you still have a lot to gain from the content I'm gonna be sharing with you in today's episode. But the crux of it is this marketing activity is there to support your sales activity. Your marketing activity is not there to sell. Every business out there has a sales and marketing division. Everyone out there has a sales manager, a marketing manager, a sales director, and a marketing director. But as small businesses, we're always looking for that holy grail that somehow my marketing activity, my marketing department, whether it's a physical small team or just in my head, like a metaphorical marketing department inside me, that somehow they can do the job of sales. And we are not helped with this by constantly being sold to by online marketers telling us that we can somehow market our businesses to success. Do you need to do marketing in your business? Yes, you do. How much marketing do you need to do? You need to do enough marketing to support your sales objectives. It's that simple. Your sales activity, your sales objectives are there okay, to be supported by the marketing activity, which is to create leads. But more often than not, what we do as small business owners is that we are doing our marketing activity, whether it's our social media activity, videos, our podcast like this, for example, and we're relying on that marketing activity to sell and to close clients and to bring us new clients. I'm telling you now, yes, some people make this work. Yes, it's possible the people selling you their magic formulas have managed to make this work. But having now coached over 400 small businesses and talked to many, many more in this country and in others, I'm going to tell you now, it's probably a waste of time 
trying to get marketing to somehow perform the task of lead generation, sales, and closing. It's probably a fruitless effort for you to do so. Though I, am I going to say you definitely can't do it? No, because it'd be wrong because I know that obviously some people have. But when I've worked with over 400 businesses and I've worked with tens of businesses that I would call pretty successful, so hundreds of thousands and multiple millions of pounds in revenue, I'm talking about blue chips and corporates, I'm talking about what I would call successful small businesses run by business owners, okay? So businesses that are doing, you know, 300, 400, 500K, maybe a million, two million, even up to four, five, six, 10 million, right? Not one of them, not one of them that I've met, that I've worked with, has ever managed to get their marketing material to close sales for them. They all use marketing to create lead generation and the lead generation then has to be closed. And the only way you're going to close that systematically and consistently and reliably is going to be through sales activity, not trying to do it through some kind of like funnel or some automated system or through some like buy now, click here button. Does this make sense? It's really unlikely that you're going to make that work. You'll probably spend a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of energy failing to make this strategy work for you. What you need to do is you need to implement the strategies that are tried and tested over and over and over again by successful businesses. And that is this, sales is what drives business growth. It's sales. Marketing supports that. Marketing supports the sales activity. Marketing is not sales. So if you are a solopreneur right now, it's just you and your business, and I know you set up your business to either provide a service to support a certain type of person or to, you know, to bring something of you into the world. I know you set up your business because maybe you're skilled at something, you want to be your own boss, you wanted to have the freedom to do it your way, for example. I know that's why you set up your business. And I know you didn't set up your business so you could become a salesperson. If you had wanted to be a salesperson, you could probably earn a lot more money in the short term going off and getting a sales job with another organization. However, the moment you set up your business, you became the sales director, the sales manager, and the salesperson of your business. And you need to occupy that seat first and foremost. It's not the first time I've said this on this podcast, and I'm telling you now, it will not be the last time that I do a session or an episode like this in the Leveling Up podcast. It's a a, a flaw, a failing, a block, a barrier, whatever you want to call it, that I see in so many small business owners, and it absolutely absolutely crushes and kills their business growth. They spend so much time creating content. They spend so much time like putting out valuable content and everything else, okay? Maybe they even get successful at creating a little bit of a following and some interaction and what it might be. But unless you go from that activity and get these people into a sales pipeline, you ultimately are just entertaining the world or educating the world or marketing to the world, but you will not be growing your business. Should 
Should you be creating great marketing content? Yes. What content should you be creating? You create the marketing content that's needed to support your sales activity. So the question is really simple. What is it that gets your leads? Is it knocking on doors, picking up phones, going networking? Is it, you know, social media? Is it some other way, right? How do you currently get most of your customers through the door? Because whatever you're doing to attract those customers, that's the marketing activity that you probably want to double down on. Now, there may come a time when you need to go and do more marketing, So in our business, for example, I've said this before, we got so bogged down in a marketing strategy that we were given when we were a 50K business that it literally like didn't just not work for us, it actually held our business growth back. So we were a 50K business. The strategy we were being given, educated on at the time, recently we've managed to implement that kind of a strategy that we were sold on back then but we now are running a multiple six-figure business, it's actually costing us over £50,000 to implement it. It's also taking so much of my time, Tracy, my partner in life and in business's time. We now have uh, two members of staff. We have about another four people supporting us in this business. And so much of our time and our energy is being put into making this marketing strategy, this marketing campaign, and the way that we are now running marketing our business work. And it looks so similar to the strategy that we were being sold when we were only turning over 50K in revenue. So of course, it was never going to work. When we were running 50K in revenue, I was flat out delivering in the business. So constantly with clients doing one-to-one coaching, et cetera. Tracy was constantly coaching. She was also networking and bringing people in. So of course, we then get this marketing strategy that we think we should be doing because that's what we were told that we should be doing. And there was like 12 different aspects of this marketing, one of which was social media. Can you imagine that? So one of which was social media. And we're, think, we're thinking, right, I've got to do videos. I've got to take my videos and break them down into this and do this and make blogs. And I've got to do whatever and articles on LinkedIn. And we've got to do and we've got to do and we've got to do. And actually, you can imagine, right, you've got so much energy, so much time. You put it out into the world and it's so weak and it doesn't penetrate anything. It's so soft because it doesn't have a lot of force behind it because there's no focus behind it. What got our business from 50K to 100K plus and then onto multiple hundreds of K was by doing specifically the things that supported the sales activity, that supported the revenue targets that we were working towards in our business. We knew where we wanted to get to in a business in terms of our business growth. We then knew what we had to do as a sales target in order to make that happen. Then we did whatever we needed to do in terms of marketing and lead generation to support that sales target. So many people come about this completely ask about face. They start with marketing and they start with broadcasting and they start with ads and they start doing all the stuff that they think they should be doing without really lining it up with any specific objective, any clear outcome. So the question is really simple. Where do you want your business to be in the next 12 months financially, right? Where do you want your business to be financially in 12 months time? You then have to work out, right, what is my sales target 
between now and then. So what do I need to write as new business? How many clients does that equate to? How many products does that equate to? Now you've got yourself a sales target. You then have to say, right, this is how many leads that I know I need to bring in the door. If you know you close one out of every two leads or one out of every three leads, then you say, right, I need 10 new clients in the next 12 months in order to hit my revenue goal. Therefore, I need to have 20 or 30 leads. I currently get 10 leads from X, two leads from Y, one lead randomly comes in from a mum. What do you do? You ditch the other two, you take the 10 leads that you're already getting and you double down on that activity and then you get your 20 leads that way. I can't say it any simpler than that. If you are a small business, an ultra small business that's doing 10, 20, 30, 40 or 50K, even if you're doing near on 100K, you're not going to go, in my experience and my opinion, from 100 to 200 or from 50 to 100 or from 20 to 50K through marketing. You're going to do it through sales and sales needs to lead the whole process. But I see so many business owners hiding from sales behind marketing because marketing can, number one, it can be fun. It can be fun to put a podcast out there, fun to write a book. It can be fun doing posts or doing pictures on Instagram, for example, or writing blogs for LinkedIn and everything else. That can be fun. That can be exciting. Developing your website can be fun and exciting and everything else. And I appreciate that maybe picking up the phone and calling a stranger can be uncomfortable and going networking with people you don't know and have never met before can be uncomfortable. And I get that, you know, approaching people through social media channels, but sales like, you know, with an absolute like kind of sales focus, as opposed to let me just make friends and be happy with you. I, I, I get it. It can be not fun and it can be challenging and it can be scary. And I know it goes against so many people's like values to be out there pushing sales and everything else, but you've got to get your head in the game and realize until you fully embrace sales activity in your business, you do not have a hell's hope in growing your business. You can throw thousands of pounds at the next guru who shows you how they can go, you know, they can generate clients on LinkedIn or generate clients through Facebook ads or generate you clients through your blog or through your video content or whatever it might be. The bottom line is really simple. That's marketing activity and it should support your sales activity and your sales activity supports your revenue target, your growth target in your business. I know I'm calling you out potentially here and I know it feels like it feels like it, it, it's a good thing, like a fun thing. It's a playful thing. It's a safe thing. That's the word. It feels like a safe thing to do some social media activity, to do marketing activity, to do the giver's gain idea of, you know, I put out good quality content. I put out solutions to people's problems. If you are okay in front of the camera, you know, doing videos and posting videos on YouTube and wherever it might be, Vimeo or put them on, the, you know, to Facebook and Facebook Lives. And if you, you know, have, have confidence to do those things, that can all be fun and it can be playful and it can be very safe and non-challenging because you're not actually doing sales. Okay. Sales for me is just about having a conversation that directs someone who you are having a conversation with maybe for the first time. And it just directs that conversation with an agenda towards working out whether or not 
this person is someone that you can really help or not, or this is a potential customer of yours that your product can really serve or not. Sales is not about forcing yourself on people. Sales is not about trying to shove your product in people's throats and ram what you do through, you know, through all the social media channels and blast people and pester people and all the obnoxious things that maybe you already relate to as sales activity, which is probably why you're backing away from sales and why you're shying away from sales. It's not about that. I mean, it can be about that. There's plenty of people out there, you know, the used car salesman kind of approach, of course there are, right? The boiler room sales approach, there's shitloads of organizations like that. That's not what I'm proposing you should do. What I'm proposing you should do is realize that instead of just having conversations with people and instead of just putting out market material else, it all has a purpose, which is to pull people ultimately into a conversation with you. And that conversation needs to be a sales focused conversation. And that sales focused conversation is really simple. I have this amazing service, this amazing product. I can solve these problems. I can help you in these ways. Are you the right kind of person for us? Can I demonstrate how we can help you? And then ultimately, if we're right for each other, let's do business together. When shall we start? Right? That's all it is. But people really get scared of it. They go on sales training and they think they have to have all these sales techniques and these different closes and everything else. So here's my number one technique that I want to share with you for doing sales. Treat your prospect like they are already your customer. Treat your prospect like they are already your customer. In other words, if I came to you and I was referred to by a friend and they said, you know what, George, you must go and talk to you and you must go and hire this person because they're going to blow your mind and everything else. And I turn up to you and say, right, I'm here. I'm ready to buy. Here's my money. Let's get started. What would you do? Would you sit there and just start like servicing me, so to speak? Would you just sit there and hand over something to me? Of course you wouldn't. You'd consult with me. The first thing you'd do and say, right, George, before we jump into this, first things first, what is it that you need help with? What is it you've come to us for? How, you know what I mean? And all the questions that you would ask someone when they're already a customer of yours. So all the questions to find out what it is that you can help them with and the background story or whatever it might be, okay? It's literally the same conversation, but before they become a client. So don't try and become a salesperson overnight. Don't try and become salesy. If you hate the idea of being pushy and being salesy and all the negative connotations that we sometimes have with salespeople, then just understand all you're doing is treating a prospect like they are already a client of yours. Let's say you're a coach, for example. See, I'm a coach or I have been a coach in the past. I still have the occasional client now. And when I meet a client, I don't sit there and go into some sales mode with my client. I've never done this, right? So if you came to me now and say, George, right, you know what? I think I need your services. Um... Can you help me? Blah, 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 right? First thing I say is, right, let's have a little chat on the phone. I don't know, 10 minutes, right? Have a little chat. This is what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. Might even talk about price there and then, right? Just get it out of the way and everything else. Here I am, I'm pretty expensive. Not as, experience, not as expensive as some people, a lot more expensive than many people. Is this a barrier? Yeah, no, blah, blah, blah. Right, okay, let's come and have a chat. Then say, for example, it's a face-to-face coaching client. You then say, right, okay, they come around and I literally work with them for two hours. 
I don't do a sales pitch. I don't go through a presentation. I don't tell them what result I can get them or anything else. It's really simple. They experience it with me, right? And I treat them exactly like they were already a client of mine. I say, right, why are you here? What are you looking for help for? How can I help you? And then I share with them there and then. I don't say what I would do. If they, you know, if you become a client of mine, then this is what I would do with you, right? If you become a client of mine, this is the kind of things I would do. If you become a client of mine, look at this person here, you know, you could get the same sort of results as them. I don't do that, right? What I sit there and say, right, what is it you're looking for? What is it you're struggling with? Why have you come to me? Right, let's work on it. And literally, and whilst I won't go diving in and crack everything open, because until someone's a client, that's completely bloody irresponsible just to go in there on the first session and like literally rip everything open. What I will do is literally start saying, right, this is what's going on. Let me share with you my models. Let me share with you my my take on what's happening. Let me share with you this and that and blah, blah, blah. Make sense? And I'm giving them there and then I'm treating them like they've already a paid up client, right? The only difference is at the end of that conversation, I say, I can work with you. I can get you the result that you're looking for. I've done it before. Maybe you might even share then at that point. I might sit and say, yeah, I had someone very similar to you. He came in or she came in. We went through this process and this is how it kind of worked for them and blah, blah, blah. But fundamentally, all you're doing is saying in the end, do you feel you can work with me? I feel I can help you and work with you. If you think that we are a good fit, this is how we progress. It's this amount of money. This is how I work. These are my engagement, my rules of engagement, if you like, you know, whether it's you must be on the phone twice a month or you have to come face to face or you got to do your homework or whatever it is, you lay down your rules. And then at the end of that conversation, you literally say to them, should we move forward or when should we book you in or when do you want to get started? It's that simple. They might throw some objections at you. They might sit there and say something like, I don't know, all the stuff that people do when you try and basically close them, they sometimes wiggle away. And all you do then is you don't sit there and try and roll out some kind of sales strategy or sales training or whatever it might be. You literally, if, if you really like them and you really want to help them, your job is really simple. It's to continue to show and demonstrate to them why you want to work with them and how you'll work with them and why you think they should work with you. And then you just close them again, right? And say, well, look, this and this. What's your issue? What's your problem? It's a lot of money. I guess a lot of money. I guess a lot of money, right? But we had the conversation on the phone. You said the money wasn't the barrier. So what is the real problem? So that's what I'm saying, right? It, it sounds salesy, but it's, it's the same conversation you'd have once someone became a, a, a client of yours, now, that just gets you going. Now, do I think you should go and become a great salesperson? Yes, I do. Do I think you could probably go out and, and sharpen your sales sword a little bit? You should, right? I think you should, you know, follow some great sales trainers and go to some sales training, potentially, some sales books and all that lot. But don't wait for that kind of education because sometimes what happens with those things is it, it muddies the water in your head and you forget what you're trying to do here, which is I'm just trying to help another human being the way that I know I can help people. Make sense? And my job is just to connect with this person and to show and demonstrate to this person how I can get them the result that they want. Make sense? That's it, right? That's, that's all it is. It's, it's why you set up your business. It's why you do what you do. It's to support people, help people, to give people an experience. And when you meet these people, 
it's just an opportunity to demonstrate and show that, but it must have a sales focus. That's sales, right? Now, I know I've gone into sales strategy here because otherwise, if I don't give you just a little bit of framework around what I'm talking about, it's probably too removed from what you're doing. And you might think, okay, get out and stop hiding from sales behind marketing, but... I don't like sales, I don't like pushy sales people, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I'm doing and all that sort of stuff. So what I wanted to share with you there for the second half of this, this episode is just share with you that it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be obnoxious or rude or anything else. Would you benefit from sales training? Possibly, probably, maybe. However, you don't need to become a sales arsehole, a sales wanker, a, whatever you want to call them, okay? You just need to be you, and it's the same you that you'd be with a client before they actually become a client and it's understanding that all your marketing activity is there purely to get the conversation at the beginning of the conversation you need to have with them in order to convert them into a client. Don't sit there and just blanket bomb the world with great marketing stuff because it's fun and it's safe or it's sexy or it entertains you or whatever it might be or it's easy. Don't just blanket bomb the world with that kind of stuff because it's meaningless. It's saying, right, what do I need? I need to get 30 conversations like I've just described. I need to then have 30 people at this point. Therefore, where am I going to get those people from? Is it likely if you're a 50K business, right? Even a 100K business, if you want to go from 100 to 200K and you say, right, I need 50 new clients in the next 12 months, right? I need to add 50 new clients to my portfolio. Is it likely that you're going to find 50 new clients by going out on a new platform that you don't know, putting out Google AdWords that you don't know what you're doing to in a way that you've never done before? Is that really likely to get you the result that you want to get? Or is it more likely to look at how you got to 100K in the first place and look at how you can double down and capitalize on what you already know in order to double down, triple down, whatever it is, to get the conversations that you need into the sales process and then start to actually convert those people from those conversations that I've just said through that consultation process into becoming paying clients. Of course, it makes so much more sense. Will there come a time that you'll need to go and do Google Ads? Probably, yeah, quite possibly. Will there be a time you're going to do Facebook ads, LinkedIn stuff? Yeah, maybe a blog, maybe some video, maybe a podcast. Yeah, there may well be a time when that is appropriate for driving marketing towards the sales that you need to have, the sales activity that you need to do. But stop thinking the other way around. Stop thinking like this is the marketing that I should be doing and start looking what's the sales target you want to set yourself so you can achieve the business growth that you want and then look at what marketing is going to support that growth. Stop buying into the gurus. Stop buying into the bullshit that you're being sold all day long out there on different ad campaigns and funnels this and whatever it might be, even if they work and even if they're a good strategy, they may well not be the right strategy for you. If you are a super small business owner right now, you know, you're, you're starting out or you're under 100K, it's unlikely you're going to get the business growth you want by doing new marketing activity, right? Or going into new areas of marketing. The chances are you're going to get that growth by doubling down on the stuff that's already working. It's not sexy, Okay, but it is the route to achieving that kind of growth. At some point, yes, you undoubtedly will need to broaden your marketing activity. But once again, you broaden it in alignment with the sales activity, which is in alignment with the business growth goals that you have set yourself that you want to achieve. 
Okay, awesome guys. Please, as always, take from that what you need to take from that. The fundamental core message is really simple. Don't think that marketing is sales and don't hide from sales behind marketing. Get out there and do your sales and then the marketing supports that sales activity that you need in order to achieve that revenue goal. Couldn't be simpler. I know it's not that easy sometimes. Okay, awesome guys. I look forward to seeing you next time. If you are actually a business owner that has yet to achieve 100K in turnover, don't forget I do have a webinar specifically designed with the five-figure service-based business in mind. It's called the Six Figure Fast Track and it's been specifically designed to share with you what is it that you need to have in place? What is it you need to know about? What is it you need to stop doing in order to take your business from 20, 30, 40, 50,000 a year to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less? If you are a business owner and you're not yet doing 100K, go and check out the Six Figure Fast Track completely free. It's waiting for you right now. Go to www.biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. Biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I'll put the link in the descriptions. Go and check that out and take your business to the next level. Until next time, as always, be successful. growth through raising your game when what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary you know you've leveled up 